Ready, Paulie? Yeah. Uh, let me put my shit on mute. I don't want to get a phone call here while we're gone. <laughs> yeah, I bet uh, it's happened before. Don't worry. Yeah, I got some bill collectors <laughs> calling me and shit. <laughs> All right, but here we go. Here we go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. If you guys are watching the video, then you clearly see we got a brand new fresh banner here. So we're going to be rocking it. We'll be rocking it going forward. So we've been doing a lot of stuff here in the Stoop Life, a lot of, a lot of uh, podcasts. We haven't been posting as much because I keep getting banned on nah. my Facebook. So if you guys are listening to this or watching on Facebook, please be sure to check us out on YouTube at Stoop Knockout. We post it in there. And check us out on Twitter at the underscore Stoop Life. Check us out on there. A lot of our videos are on there. And Paulie has the idea we're going to start a Patron page soon. So we're probably going to be posting all of our videos on there very soon. So, uh, exclusive, the exclusive yeah. videos are gonna be on Patreon. Like, let me bet you be asking for it, let me bet you be crying, you guys be crying about. Yep, you yep. got, you know, if y'all love us and support us, don't be scared to throw us a dollar. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know I mean? yeah, I, I see people out there posting stuff asking for donations and all, and I mean, people give it. Uh, we don't just want your money, though. that's not what it's about, though. We're trying to, nah, mon- we we're trying to monetize we it. We making a career out of this too. Yeah, and on we top of that, like this, time, trust me. yeah, man, this metaverse has been blocking a lot of people, been blocking us, has been kind of hindering how we communicate with a lot of our people that listen to our podcast, that you know want to come on the podcast, all that. We can't communicate with people. You know, we had a Super Bowl block and kind of got fucked up because we couldn't communicate with anybody because you know back in back when we were kids, we had people's numbers, but now we focus on social media and this and that, and it's couldn't reach out to people. So it messed up Super Bowl block, and we kind of realized that social media is kind of, like we talked about a little bit last episode, it's getting off the rails here. So we're going to try and do that to make it more, you know, we can communicate with you guys. We might start Discord to get a chat, stuff like that. So be on the lookout for all that type of stuff. But that's enough with that. If you guys do want to donate to us, let us know. We'll, we'll we'll take your donations and we'll get you you a shirt or something in return. (laughs) But all jokes aside, all jokes aside, it is Super Bowl week. I told you guys we were going to hit you guys with a Super Bowl episode coming up, and today is that episode. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking to you about the breakdown of the game, and then we're going to talk about some bets, some crazy prop bets, because we all know, Paul, the Super Bowl got all these crazy yeah. bets. It starts from the coin toss, the national anthem. You can bet on what song Rihanna's going to play on the on halftime show. I know, like, crazy thing is, they get bet on a whole lot. So we might talk a little bit about that, but I think we're going to make strictly to the game. So before we even get started here, we got we got to go over the line of the game. The line of the game, then we'll get into Pop it. Pop that line down, bro. Show, bring out the line and, tell, and show them how crazy the lines are right now. Yeah, okay. so I mean, when the, when the line first came out, it was minus one and a half Kansas City. Within about an hour, I don't know if it's because they messed up or what, or someone put a large bet in. The line went to one and a half Philly. Ever since then, it's been about one and a half Philly the whole time. So right now, as of this afternoon, on Thursday afternoon at 12, it was minus one and a half Philadelphia. Philly was the money line favorite at minus 122. Kansas City was plus one and a half and plus 104, a slight underdog. Not much, probably because, you know, it's Patrick Mahomes, very even teams. The over-under for it was 50 and a half. Now, Paul, what's your take on that that line? Do you think that line's about accurate? Or, you know, we always talk about in UFC. Something should be switched up here. 
Uh, I, I want to hear your take on that line because I have a take on the line as well. Like I, I kind of have a different opinion here. Um, I don't got a beef with it. It's it's just the line. Y'all know, y'all know when it comes to me, I'm not. I'm more in game talk than than regular like betting. Um, I got no beef with it. It's gonna change anyway. It's never, it never, Super Bowl has never been great. Like, it never been perfect with their line. It's never been exact. So, I'm okay with it. It's when, when the game starts, that's when the in game bend starts. And that's when I, I hit, I hit the flow. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I want to get, I want to point out a fact right from the get go from everybody here. For those of you that are Kansas City fans, you want to bet the, the against the spread, Kansas City, but you want to bet the Eagles money line. I'm going to tell you right now why not to do that. Last seven. There's only been only been in history. Sorry, not last seven yeah. in history of whatever Super Bowls there have been. There's only been seven total underdogs that covered and lost the game. My Cincinnati fans, shout out to you! You did it last year. You were the last one to do it. You guys were were getting four and a half points. You lost by three. Then we had back in 08, Arizona was plus six and a half. They lost by four. In 04, Philly, you remember this? We were getting seven. We lost by three. In 95, Pittsburgh, 13 and a half point underdog in the Super Bowl. They lost by 10. They covered, but they lost. In 88, Cincinnati again, plus seven. They lost by four. And then in 1975, Dallas was plus seven. They lost by four. They were the only occasions in NFL history that a team covered the bet and lost the game. So Kansas City's plus one and a half. If you think it's going to be a one point game, you might as well just back Kansas City. It very well could be. I mean, it very well could be a one game, given the fact if you look at the stats of these teams, they were pretty even. But, I mean, based off of history, if you're going to take that one and a half, you might as well just take Kansas City with the line or throw it on, you know, I think all but, what, three quarterbacks have won the MVP from the winning team in, like, the last 20 years. So you're probably better off just betting – I Whatever. Warner was the last quarterback. Yeah, I don't have the uh, exact the and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I don't even. I thought I wrote down. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes is plus one thirty to win the Super Bowl, and you can get the Chiefs at plus one hundred four money line. I mean, I, I I honestly don't see a route in which the Chiefs win the game, and and Mahomes doesn't get the MVP. I mean, unless Travis Kelsey or one of the crazy receivers somehow has like maybe like three touchdowns or 15 catches or something, which I mean, it could happen. Obviously you could have two pick sixes or something, but I think if, if the chiefs cover that spread, they're going to win the game. That, yeah, that's just how I, I look they, at it. They cover spread, they won't yeah. Win. So I want to get your opinion on my thoughts here. So we all, we all know, I think, I think the NFL is kind of rigged. It's scripted out. Absolutely. There's, there's been that's a guy a out there in, you know, Dwight Smith in September of 20, he uh, he came out and he said that the games are all predetermined before they're snapped. Like, Super Bowls, they already know who's going to win. They already know how the game's going to end, like the fourth quarter drives and all that stuff. We saw that in the Kansas City-Cincinnati game. Yeah. My thing is here, like, they could rig the game for both teams. So I'm Absolutely. Looking, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see it both ways. But if someone wants to get my honest opinion, I don't, I don't know. They could rig it for either team yeah. for a multitude of reasons. But, Howard, what I want to say is I think they're going to rig it for Mahomes simply because uh, they already got Super Bowl in this decade. As our guy Steve stated out on our NFL is rigged episode, that there has been every decade in football team has won three Super Bowls in a decade. They won one. Philly has a lot of free agents next year. 
they could win. You know, Jalen Hurts is good. Everybody likes him. He seems like a guy to follow. Seems like a, 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 a someone the kids could look up to. But I, I I see it being possibly Andy Reid's last Super Bowl, getting two Super Bowls for Mahomes, two for the Chiefs, and Brady just retired. So why not pass the torch? But Paul, this is what I wanted to actually say to you. I honestly think if this was like a Week Thirteen football game, you know, like just a regular season game. Mm-hmm. I think the Eagles would be favored by about six and a half. I, I really do. I think they're that much better as a team. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think so too. It was a regular season game, I believe. I'm yeah. agreeing with you. So I want to I want to start to you here. We're gonna go. To, we're gonna break it down by category because we got a yeah. lot of we got a lot of positions that we could talk about that make up a football team. So everyone is talking, obviously, like I just was. Patrick Mahomes. So we got Patrick Mahomes and we got Jalen Hurts. Now. Which guy do you think is better? And do you think the other guy is that far off of him? Patrick Mahomes is better. Um, and don't don't it, get mad, Philly. Not, huh? <laughs> I said, don't get mad, Philly fans. <laughs> no, no, no. And a real Philly fan is also a football fan. And a real mm-hmm. football fan knows that Patrick Mahomes is definitely better. And that's not because I'm not an Eagles fan. It's just facts, what he's done in this league so far. And it's not because Jalen Hurts is any more or less. This is, he hasn't done as much as Pat has. Pat has a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, he, broke a rec- he broke records this year without Tyreek Hill. Jalen Hurts, hell of a player, excellent quarterback, should be MVP in my opinion. I fuck with it. Should be MVP. And it's, he missed those two games, it's probably going to ruin him. That's a good thing. I mean, she's going to go into the Super Bowl and be like, I'm not the MVP, so I'm going to kick the MVP's ass. Um, I think I'm going to give the edge off to Patrick Mahomes, of course. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, he has, he has everything behind him at this point that he's done. Jalen's getting there. He's not that far off, but he's getting there. Yeah, I agree with you there completely. I think uh, people are looking at Hurts. He obviously had a great year. Um, yeah. Patrick Mahomes has been doing this. He's been in the conference championship or Super Bowl four. every year of his career four that he last, started. Was it four, four, four straight years? Yeah, the, the only reason I'm actually bringing this up is because when the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl on Monday, we went to work, and we had a lot of these guys working, and they're old heads, some of them. Yeah. They're, they're just talking, man, Patrick Mahomes ain't that good. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, dude, I get you want the Eagles to win, and, like, we're, we probably obviously have the better overall team. We're going to break it down real quick here. But I'm like, come on, bro. Like, Patrick Mahomes made it this far with the, the shitty receivers that the guy that the Eagles fans want to talk about. Like, he doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore. His number one wide receiver yeah, is basically a tight end. For him to do what he's doing, it's unbelievable. And I, I think Jalen Hurts, man, like, hell of a year. Like, 50-50 in Philadelphia and outside of Philadelphia thought he was going to be a bust or he was going to be gone. Because going into the season, they're talking about, are we going to give him a contract? Now you're like, yo, how much is he going to get? Is he going to get know, 50 mil? Like, what's he going to get? So, I mean, I give that to Hurts. And I feel like Hurts ain't going to drop off because I think he has that work ethic, which I don't think he's too far off of, of Pat. But no, then, I don't think so either. But then again, like, Super Bowl, it's different environment. I get Jalen Hurts was there with Alabama, so I feel like he might he, – he doesn't really care. Like, I don't think he gets bothered. I really don't. So I think uh, even though we give the edge to Patrick here, I still think we got an A-plus in, in Hertz, which is saying a lot. Now, I want to ask you this. 
This is very questionably. I I want to I want to see who has the better running backs. We got Kansas City, got Pacheco, they got McKinnon, they got Ronald Jones could play, and they just activated yeah. Clyde Edwards. Eagles, yeah. Eagles got Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Bolson, Scott, and uh, yeah. Jalen Hurts. But we're not gonna count Jalen Hurts as the running back. No, no, I, no, 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 no. We need to count Jalen Hurts as a big chunk of that run game because he has seven hundred yards of that run game. Yeah. So and with we, Hurts included, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll, let me finish. Yeah. No, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give the edge off the run game, not just running backs, the run game. I'm going to give it to Philly on this one because Miles Sanders had, what, 1,200 yards, 12, yeah. 12 touchdowns. Yeah. He's, he's had Boston Scott sitting there balling out pretty well. I mean, you still have Kenneth Gainwell, who if you need him to do his thing, he will do his thing. And also, you have to throw in Jalen Hurts again. He has 700 of those yards with what 10 of those touchdowns. I give that to Philly, but it's not, and it's, I'm not even gonna say it's a slight. I think it's it's just better. I love I love Isaiah Pachenko and I love uh, Jared McKinnon who came on at the end of the year. Yeah, and you're getting Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Hilaire back, but I don't know how much that's gonna affect the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's more of a he's more of an every down back. Mike he's more of, not every down back. More of like a he, he, Christian McCaffrey type back. Um, he might be a decoy. He might be a decoy, but I I give the edge off to Philly. I'm sorry, I just can't. They they've been what the number one rushing team in, in the league. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I mean, can't, I can't take that away from them. Not saying that Kansas City's far off because they they have they have a, a running back room that can do a lot of things, but Philly does too. Yeah, and they have yeah. more. Yeah, so so I, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. With what is more and more effective? Yeah, I agree and with you. And and Philly's a little bit more effective because they can't. I don't. I don't think Kansas City's going to beat you by running the ball. Philly will destroy you by by running the ball. Yeah. I think. I think they've run this up the pass. That's true. In um uh, in Kansas City, Philly they're going to run into running down your fucking drain until you stop it. That's true. That is true. So you know, which is true there. Uh, I want to bring up a stat from the defense against the running back. So Kansas City against the running backs, the lead running back this year against Kansas City, averaged about 18 carries, 79 yards, and .42 touchdowns a game. They were ninth in the NFL. Yes, so they got a strong run game. Everybody looks at that that defensive line from Philly. They think they're you know a little better, but underrated on the effectiveness of the D line for Kansas City. Now for Philadelphia, they were 17th. They allowed about 20 rushes per game for 88 yards, 0.74 touchdowns. Now, this this the part I think is crazy. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have only allowed eight rushing touchdowns this year to a running back, four receiving, yeah. including to the running back. So 12 total. The Philadelphia Eagles have allowed 14 rushing touchdowns and three receiving touchdowns to receivers. Now, that number three I think is very going to be in play here because they're very good at covering the running backs out of the backfield. And that's what Kansas City likes to do. So when I when I was looking up that number, I, I, I'm i used to these Philly teams that can't cover the guys out of the backfield, can't cover the tight end. They were one of the best teams in the league at doing both those things this year. So I think I have to add in the Philly running game here and yeah. understand that Kansas City never played a team that has a runner like a Jalen Hurts in the backfield. If you- if you want to see Philly's run game, just watch the Green Bay Packers game. It'll show you 
how they divide all those running backs up. Actually, yeah. I mean, you can go back to that last drive against the Colts. Yeah. And it'll show you everything it needs to be. They 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 design their runs so perfect they know how to run them. Exactly. They that's, have so many different teams and, and different plays. And let's talk about second, that 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 quarterback sneak. Like best oh, I, nine, best ever. Ninety two percenters. It's the ninety two percenters like the Cassie brothers they could talk about. The ninety two percenters. So yeah, man, I, I gotta give the I gotta give the edge off to Philly. And yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. So I think it's one to one there, basically. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really gonna talk about the offensive line. I think the Eagles, we all know, like hey, that. Eagles all the way. That Eagles, Eagles offensive line is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, yeah, five five of them are Pro Bowlers. Yeah, yeah, they got three starters on the Pro Bowl. Uh, three All Pros. Uh, three All Pros. The, yeah, that's uh, crazy. The Chiefs have two though that made it: Wiley and Brown. Uh, yeah. So they're not bad. You gotta remember the O, o- line for. Kansas City, they revamped it and they built it for this game. But yeah. hey, we know Kansas City a lot of times seems like their O line disappears in the Super Bowl game. So I mean, I, especially going against our D line, I, yeah. I don't really know. That. Now I want to talk we'll get about D line later, though. Yeah, I want to talk about the wide receivers here. So that's a big question mark for Kansas City. They're all that. They're all questionable. Their whole their whole wide receiver core is questionable. I agree. You got Scantlin's questionable. He might he might not play. Tony's might not play. Hardman's already out. Juju, out, yeah. Juju's talking about cheesesteaks. He might not play. Uh, and then the <laughs> Eagles. The Eagles, you got Brown and Smith. So listen to this. So th- we're going to talk about this a little bit later for all you betters out there. Kansas City Chiefs, worst in the league at touchdowns allowed to wide receivers. They've allowed 23 total touchdowns to wide receivers. The corners are suspect. The, the rookies are very suspect. Cornerbacks are rookies. The Eagles, on the other hand, have allowed 16. They're pretty high, too, as well. But then I, yeah. I said again, like, we're going to talk about the next number. So I'm, I'm going to include the tight ends into the receivers core here. So I got to get, I got to get that. So Kansas City has allowed nine extra touchdowns to the tight end. So we're looking at yeah. 32 total touchdowns for receivers. For can for a Philadelphia, they've only allowed three total touchdowns to tight ends. So we got 19 total touchdowns receiving, most of them to wide receivers. So. I, Travis Kelsey, obviously, he is basically a wide receiver for that room. So we had Kelsey into the wide receivers of Kansas City. We had Goddard into the receivers of Philly. Who are you taking there? Who would you rather have? Um, I'm going with Philly. You got Devontae. You exactly. Got, you got Devontae and AJ right there. Then you throw, got, and Goddard is a good pass catching tight end, a very good pass. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like he's um, underlooked on a lot of people. He's I very feel like I'm missing – I feel like I'm missing a wide receiver from Philly. Um, you got Smith, uh, you got big, Watkins, you got uh, yeah. Uh, Walk, Watkins is another guy there. that he, he's gonna. Sammy, well, uh, Quez Watkins is gonna blow blow the top off the the defense. He's gonna draw a lot of yep. safety help, which is gonna bring in guys like AJ's and be able to go across the middle, catch the ball, and get and get free. Yeah. Um, I gotta give the as much Patrick Mullins. That shows you how good he is because he worked with that that receiving core. Yeah. But. I got to give the edge off to Philly. I mean, even with Travis Kelsey over there, I mean, Marcus Vasquez scaling, I've I seen him for years in Green Bay. I know what he is, and he's he is a good receiver, yeah. and he showed a little bit this year. Juju is Juju, man. He's I don't know how much he's going to give in this game against I'm, – Yeah, I am not. He might be a big I'm boy. not going to say that you guys can't, you know, shut him down because I think you guys can shut him down with, with at least Bradbury. But at the same time, you never know. He might uh, put on a show. Yeah, he might go off. <laughs> Juju's yeah. not a bum receiver. He is a, he's a very good receiver. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> when he's healthy, <laughs> which I know, right? Seems like he's been Kentavious Tony. He's just I, he's kind of the toy. You know what I mean? He's kind of a toy. Like they like to toss it off to him in, in mm. the backfield for a handoff. Like he come, he'll come out the backfield like and, and run that flanker. He'll he he's one of those like Swiss Army knives. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And he's explosive. Don't get don't get it fucked up though. When used right, can tell you we we saw this year with Kansas City. Tony is explosive, and he, and he can put up. He can make plays. Yeah, he can. I mean, so but at, we'll at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. Other, they all might get hurt in the first quarter, hamstrings, this or that. I don't know. But you know, they got Travis Kelsey. They got Travis Kelsey. But the Eagles this year, like I said, they've only allowed three touchdowns to the tight ends per game. They only allow four receptions and forty yards per game. That might be a number to look at, even though I think. With Travis Kelsey on the field, I think you, if you're looking at bets, I think you throw those numbers away. But for Dallas Goddard, on the other hand, Kansas City allowed nine touchdowns to the tight end. They've allowed two plus Dallas, tight end. Dallas can kill that. Yeah, they've allowed two plus Dallas touchdowns really twice. Them. They allow uh, five receptions, 58 yards per game to a tight end. So all my Dallas Goddard fans out there, uh, I'm one of them. He might be a bet, a bet to look at there. So we got, we got Philly winning that. The D line, guys, this is crazy. The Eagles set a record for sacks in a season. They had four guys 10-plus sacks in a season. That's how good the D-line was. Nasty. That's, That's how good nasty. it was. But to put things in perspective, the number two team is on the other side of the ball of them this week in Kansas City, and they had 55. And they got one of the best D-tackles in football in Chris Jones. But we already seen um, Lane and Mylotta, you don't get by them. So nah, how do you perceive one that Chris line? Jones, though. One thing about Chris Jones, he's having a hell of a postseason. Hell of I think a postseason. That's what people aren't focusing on. Like he had, he had the big numbers in the, uh, during this the regular season. Also, Frank Clark had a great year too. Um, but Jones is having a postseason of his he life. Is, man. Last game was, but he's about to be tested by the best offensive line in football. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I think if you stop, like the recipe to do that is to stop Jones and pretty much like the other guys don't really make that great of an impact. So, like, Jones is, like, a kind of like Donald was. You double-team him, yeah. and he doesn't make noise. Eagles might not have to double-team. That's how good their O-line is. And I think that could be – like, if you're given <laughs> – if you're able to run the ball on Kansas City and if you're able to stop Chris Jones yeah. from getting in and allow Jalen Hurts yeah. to be able to throw, and you got two yeah. rookie cornerbacks out there, it could be a long day for that defense. Uh, I think so. I mean, but then again – what if Chris Jones does get in if he gets pressured? I mean, hey, he could. Like you said, he's been having a hell of a postseason. It wouldn't blow by me at all because he's a hell of a player. And he's been getting a lot of question marks on him like, you're going to show up in the postseason. Like, he hasn't had a sack in the postseason until the last game, and he had two on, like, the first drives. Killed Burrow. Yeah. Uh, well, Hassan, Hassan has been effective, though. Hassan is different because they line him up from – the line, they line him up from linebacker. Yeah, they he's, move he's him around. Versatile. Yeah, so I mean, he kind of he's he's the X factor on 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 the defense for Philly. I think uh, for the D line for for Philly, let's just say like all Philly fans think they're gonna they're gonna crush Mahomes. They're gonna get to the line. Yeah. So even if they do that, Paul, like the big thing is Patrick Mahomes can get away from pressure. That's move. what you don't want to do. The you don't want to do it. You don't want to rush him. No. But what is what is what is Gannon's defense built off of? Yes. Not rushing the yeah. passer. 
just a four-man rush. Exactly. So, my, so this is actually kind of the perfect game for the defense. But this is my thing, though. Every time we've seen Patrick Mahomes get pressured, the cornerbacks tend to turn their head. They turn, turn, turn yeah. away. And then what happens? Patrick Mahomes makes some crazy throw. So he's just good at that. He's good at playing street ball. So it's like when you rush him, yeah, him and Kelsey, yeah, good. like these guys, he just he's that good at it. So like, even though I give the edge here to uh, Philly with the D line linebackers, the D backs are going to have to play the game of their lives. Even though these wide receivers aren't pro bowlers or all pro players, don't turn their backs on Patrick Mahomes because he'll eat you eat you alive. You know, uh, that's just what happens sometimes. What do you think about the D-backs here? You got you know, got two guys, rookies, for Kansas City. Yeah. They've been playing pretty good so far this offseason. They did good against Higgins and, and Chase. Which was very impressive. They, they they snatched two interceptions from Joe Burrow. So, I mean, yeah. it's, they, 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 they were pretty good that game, yeah. Which is good because I had a lot of high praise for Joe Burrow. So, it made, it made, made them look better than me not. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you there. Uh, I, I think uh, they're underrated. Uh, they got like I think on their roster they have like five rookies this year that are starters, which is crazy. You don't really see that a lot, especially to a team that got to the Super Bowl, which is phenomenal. Uh, I mean, I I, I think uh, Philly has a lot to prove their D backs. You got Bradbury on um, contract year. You got Gardner Johnson think, on on contract year. They're gonna yeah, want to have a good yeah. game to get paid or respect. I think I think with with those with the Philly D backs, man, it's like. Bradbury's all business as it is. Um, we've seen Darius Slay get cooked. Yeah, that's my. That's what I'm saying. Don't like, turn your. If he turns his back, yeah, like, like, I mean, yeah, Darius Slay is he? He's he's a live and die corner. He's either, he's gonna get burned, but he's gonna get you back some way. He's a dog. I do like Darius Slay as much yeah, as I much as Darius I talk Slay. shit about him when when people bring up Jair because I think he's I think he's not better than Jair. Nah, I got Jair. That Darius is a dog. Don't get it fucked up. Darius is a dog. So he's I gonna he's gonna get burnt. Not not think about it, but he's gonna get he'll probably end up getting an interception this game. Yeah, I agree there. I agree. Um, uh, now Charlie now Gardner Johnson's a if, I don't know how he's gonna do. I don't know. I so, mean, listen. I don't. He had a hell of a year and they got hurt and then he came back and he's kind of been, you know, he hasn't been fully playing. He hasn't been fully playing yet, which you know the the guy they put in for him, the white dude. Well, I don't remember his name right now. Yeah, uh, Blankenship. Ship. He's playing he's been balling. I like that little motherfucker. Like, he intercepted. He intercepted Aaron like out of out of the blue. Yeah, dude. I mean, a rookie <laughs> coming in and he's he's there. He's there. He's good. But I don't ever est- underestimate you know uh, these D backs from from Kansas City. Like I said, Snead, Gay, all them guys. They've been playing awesome in the playoffs. You know, they 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 shut. The, they were able to shut down mostly. In Cincinnati, mostly in Jacksonville, two good games. Even when they played Buffalo, Buffalo didn't really kill them. They didn't torch them. And, yeah. I mean, like I said, Eagles are a whole different offense, so it could be different. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Same thing goes for their defensive backs. When Jalen Hurts is in the pocket, don't just think he's going to run. Don't turn your back on and watch him because he might not run. He might fake the run and then, boom, over the head to one of the wide receivers. So that's something they have to watch for as well. Uh so that could be that. So we yeah. got we got who got D backs going to? We got got them going to Philly. Yeah, I'm gonna give them to Philly. All right, we got we got to talk about coaching. 
So we got Andy Reid versus oh, a guy on, come on, come versus on. a guy that he fired. He fired Sirianni to bring I'm in Romeo. I'm so Romeo. tired of hearing that. So he fired. He fired. Oh, I don't think it matters. He, he, cares. No one cares. he was bringing in his own guys. You think? You think Sirianni? He, Sirianni knew he was gonna be out of there. Sirianni said he still uh, takes beef with it. I mean, I, Sirianni <laughs> takes beef with everybody. Sirianni, I, Sirianni still has beef with kids at the combine who didn't play rock paper scissors with him. Come on, Sir, Sirianni is about to get in a fight with one of the announcers because he brought his kids to it. And you see, you see, no, no, Sirianni, he he was right. Sirianni is one hundred percent right. Who? First of all, I want to know who the fuck was questioning him about that. Would you let your your player date your daughter? He said, "Um, my daughter's five years old." Yeah, like, and then I would have beaten the fuck up. Yeah, and then he had his kids up, and it's like, dude. That reporter should lose his job. But anyway, I want to bring up Andy Reid. So obviously, big story here. We got Andy Reid coaching his former team. Uh, couldn't have written it better, obviously. <laughs> but Andy Reid against the Philadelphia Eagles. He's 3-0 and outright. And he's 3-0 and against mm-hmm. the spread. Yeah. In 2013, he won by 10 at Philly. In 2017, he won by 7 at Kansas City. And in 2021, he beat Philly by 12 in Philly. So he's three and zero against against the Eagles. I, I I don't really think that has an effect on the Super Bowl game. Like this is a, this ain't a regular season game, Super Bowl game. So I want to bring in Andy Reid's record after a bye, which is absolutely crazy. So after a bye in his career, including playoffs, he's twenty nine and six outright against the spread. He's twenty one thirteen and one. Now the big number here is the over under. He has hit the under 27-7-1. So, I mean, for some reason, Andy Reid defenses show up after a bye week. I, I don't know why. They do. They do, they do man. Uh, it's, it, it's in his blood. He, he gets some guys ready. Yeah, I mean, like he's not really known to be you know, that defensive-minded coach, but when you give him two weeks, he's able to pick apart what the other quarterback is going to do. And I think that's a big factor in this game that people are over underlooking. Like, shout out to my uncle who hates Andy Reid. It's going to be the only good thing I get out of this if the Eagles lose for us. I get to bash him and tell him how good Andy Reid is still. So, I mean, I'm, I'm giving that. Uh, but, I mean, that's, that's some crazy numbers right there. But then again, like, it's the Super Bowl. I, I don't think they really go into effect. I don't know if you do. I'm not really looking at them. No, because not. it's Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't, like. But I just, I'm saying, like. Phenomenal coach, phenomenal coach, and then we got we got Sirianni. He's the he, second straight Eagles coach to make it to the Super Bowl in the second year, a la Doug Peterson. He yeah, did it, and they yeah. won. Philly's back. So, as for the game, like what 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 do you think is going to be like the biggest factor for Kansas City to stop that Philly offense? You got to stop Jalen Hurts. You got to stop the run game first. Um, that's first and foremost. We we know. Once Philly gets started, they're they're, they're gonna kill you. But um, you really have to force Jalen Hurts to make plays that he doesn't want to play. Meaning, him running with the ball and basically making him play backyard ball. As funny as that sounds, because Jalen Hurts is an excellent he's an excellent passer as well. Yeah, but it's kind of hard. I'm gonna keep real with you. It's kind of hard because yeah, that offense can kill you in every single way. They can. I mean, so if you take away the run. They're gonna lean heavy on Jalen to throw the ball. I would rather I would rather them do that. I would rather them pressure Jalen to to make the passes through the air because he's not throwing the ball thirty times a game. Yeah, make him make those plays. Make him make those mistakes. That's what I would. That's what I would bet on. But 
I got a feeling. Um, yeah, since, so I mean, they're still suspect against the run. I don't think it's so. Can Kansas City, like I said, they're number nine against the run. Yeah, on on, on averages, averages. Uh, but against throwing, this 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 is like crazy because we're talking about the game plans. How do you stop Philly? You stop them on the run, right? All right, they're number nine, but they're number twenty nine against the pass. Average quarterback is sixty five percent completion rate, two hundred and forty five yards, one point eight four touchdown, point seven four interception ratio. Now on the other end, Kansas City. How do you stop Kansas City? Do you make it a one dimensional game? Do you think yeah. Do you think it's more crucial for them to contain Patrick Mahomes, or is it more crucial for them to stop the run game and let Kelsey kind of eat or stop Kelsey? Like, would you would you say, hey, let Kelsey get his, or like, nah? We no, you can't let like, you can't fully let Kelsey get his because Kelsey can score three touchdowns in one game. Exactly, I agree with you. Like, you there's too many. You have, to, you have to give you make it a little bit harder for him. Yeah, there's so many Eagle fans that are out there. They're like, oh well, Kelsey, just let him get his. And I'm like, dude, I get he's a tight end, but like Travis Kelsey can get 15 catches, 200 yards, and four touchdowns. You don't let Travis Kelsey eat. You don't like. Like, if you stop Travis Kelsey and you limit the, the outside runs not that, and even short passes, it's on lockdown. I, I get that's hard to do, yeah. but that's got to be one of the main factors there because, like, you're really not going to stop Patrick Mahomes from doing what he's going to do. But you're saying about Jalen Hurts, you want to make him make bad throws. Patrick Mahomes had a tendency. Remember last year he was terrible at making bad – he made a lot mm-hmm. of bad throws last year. Uh and if he's getting pressured a lot, you might be able to make him make a lot of bad throws. So, I mean, if you can kind of make that happen, it could be a long day for Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, uh, so let, let, let's talk here. So let's talk some prop bets real quick. Oh, I love these. So we got we got some anytime touchdowns for, for Kansas City. Who, who, who you like the best? You can pick any guy on there. Let's say you got to pick two or three of them. Sure. Uh, Travis Kelsey, yeah. Isaiah Pacheco, and I'm going to say, I don't know why I'm leaning towards him, but I'll probably say, mm, no, nah, I'm not going to say Juju. I'll say Juju. <laughs> all right, so. he's, a little bit more, he's a little bit more reliable than Tony. All right, so we're almost – I, I had the same ones. I Obviously, Travis Kelsey, like, he's going to probably score. Like, he just you know scores what? in every playoff game. All right, so I had it too. So I have – for me, I had I had Kelsey. Kelsey's minus one twenty. Pacheco is plus one thirty five. McKinnon, I picked McKinnon simply because I feel like one of the running backs might score. I'll take McKinnon because he has slightly better odds at plus one seventy five. Um, MVS is plus two fifty, and then I also think Juju might score just because yeah. I feel like he's gonna have a trashy <laughs> game and he's just gonna score a touchdown. Like he's just yeah. gonna get targeted. It's either you got you got to pick one of the wide receivers, yeah. and it's like, all right, which it's one Juju. is better? Yeah. So Juju's at plus three twenty. Uh, Tony's at plus three seventy, yeah. and you can get Patrick Mahomes at plus four ninety. Where's McKinnon at? Because McKinnon does he does catch touchdowns too. He was number He's three. Next, he was number three at number plus one seventy five. I, like, I, I should have actually said him. I, I like I like McKinnon because he's the third down bad guy. But Pachenko yeah. though, Pachenko he could do it too. Yeah, I feel like they're going to get. I feel like Kelsey's going to get one. And uh, one of the running backs will probably get one. Yeah, I probably, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I go Kelsey, Pachenko, McKinnon, and uh, Juju. Yeah, I agree there. I agree there. Uh, I don't think Valdez going to get a touchdown. I can see him maybe getting like a couple like long catches. I can't. See, I can't see him getting a, a touchdown. Though. I really, 
I really don't. Listen, he had a hell of a game last game, though. That's why I don't think he's going to have another one. That's why I think it's Nazir Love. Last game, so yeah, I know. He, I get he, it. It was what? Seven, it was what? Six receptions for 150 or some shit like that? Yeah, all know. all long ball. That's 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 how that's that guy's, that's what that's what MVS does. I know I've seen him for years as a Packer fan. That's what he does. He breaks the top of your off your uh, defense. Yeah, so He's I actually Christian Watson is now. Yeah, so I actually had a bet. So in the Super Bowl, you can make all these like crazy bets. You can actually parlay a lot of them. So I actually have Valdez Scantlin right here. His longest catch is over under nineteen and a half yards. I I think that's a lock to be over. I feel like he's gonna have. At least a 20-yard catch. Like, does he ever not? Like, when's the last time he didn't have a 20-yard catch? So, I, I, I like yeah. taking the over at minus 122 of Valdez-Scantlin to get over 19 and a half yards for a reception. I mean, what do you think? You think he's going to get at least one reception for 20-plus? I, I think he will. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah, just because, like you said, like, he takes top off defense. That's what he does. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, though, because... And when Philly has a – for some odd reason, Philly does take receivers out the game sometimes. So they, they take them out the game be because they pressure them be a lot and the quarterback throws it away. Well, I think yeah. Patrick Mahomes could just get pressured and then just go, fuck it, and throw that shit like 50 yards. Boom, he catches him. Like, I, yeah. I, he's going to get probably one, maybe even two of those throws this one. game. One. one of them is probably going to be the Scantlin. You know, one of them is probably going to be the Scantlin. He's going to be like, my guy's out there. You know, I – I don't know. I just feel like I feel like minus one twenty two over. I like that. Um, we're gonna stick with Kansas City here. Uh, Kelsey, how many catches do you think Travis Kelsey will get in this game? I'm going for five. Something tells me five. Five. Okay. Five. Yes. So his over under is seven and a half. So you're going that, under. I don't think that. I think it's five because at a certain point you're gonna have to not look at Travis. So. If you get a man under Travis and let him have a couple, we'll see it. But I think it's five. I think it's going to be five. He probably, honestly, he might have like 98 yards. So I, I was torn in between on these because I could see him getting five catches and, you know, 50 yards and a touchdown or five catches, 50 yards and three touchdowns. Or I could also see him getting nine catches for 100 yards and one touchdown. So I, yeah. it's like he, I don't think he's going to get seven or eight. I don't think it's going to be within a half a point on either of those. Uh, yeah. Just betting on basically like you were just saying, I feel like the Eagles are going to have game plan, which is going to surprise the Chiefs. I don't think a lot of people think the Eagles are going to try and shut him down. I think they're going to say, oh, well, they're just going to shut everyone else down. But like we just said, like you shut Travis Kelsey down, this guy's going to be throwing the ball up. So I think I, – I, I agree. I think he's going to go under. I think he's going to get five catches as well, but I think it's going to be – Two touchdowns. <laughs> I think he might get two touchdowns well, out of them five catches. He can easily have three touchdowns in the game, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be real. Like, like, like Al Bundy type shit. Yeah. Uh, I also had written here, I had 996 in a touchdown. So I, I don't really know which one I want. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go over seven and a half receptions, it's plus 108. Uh, if you go under, it's minus 115. So I'm like, all right, Vegas mm-hmm. wants you to bet uh, the under. Because plus 108 on over, I don't like the odds on that. Like, what's the point? You're betting a dollar and a dollar eight. <laughs> I mean, it's like, ah, I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm going to go under. Even though, I mean, like, I want to see offense, so I'd go the over. Uh, I want to see him get nine-plus catches if I'm a Chiefs fan. Like, he gets nine-plus catches, you know the game plan's working for Kansas City. So we'll give him that. But it's over-under yards. His over-under for yards is 79 and a half. 
So they're expecting him to get seven receptions and 80 yards. I could see that. You yeah. know, I could see that. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I like the under here. I like him. I actually like him betting him to get 90 plus at plus 140. I like the odds for that. Yeah. Just based off the over under for it, like you got to look at value when you're trying to make these sports bets. So if you bet if you bet 80 plus with a half, it's only plus 110. You're getting, you know, you're getting better money, but 79 and a half over it. So you're betting 79 and a half over it's minus 110. So that's telling me like that jump is like, all right, I like those odds. So I like them on that side of the ball. Uh, yeah, me too. Now let's stick to the Eagles, and then we're going to get back to some odds here. So Philly touchdowns. Who you like for Philly to score? Well, Chris, I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. I think everybody will. Yeah. It's kind of a certain thing in my opinion. <laughs> it's like a must um, bet. <laughs> um, I'm going to go A.J. Brown because he hasn't had that game quite yet in the postseason, and I know he's itching for it. Yeah. So I'm going to go A.J. Brown, and I'm probably, honestly, I'm going to go I'm, I'm going to go Miles. And you know what? I want to say Devontae, but he's the type of guy who doesn't need a touchdown. He just kind of needs to open up the field. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go Devontae just because I think yeah. he's gonna get one. All right. So if you're betting the Philadelphia line, uh, good luck because you ain't getting much value on any of these guys. Like I I feel like they know everybody's. Raping them, yeah, like exactly. They're, they're absolutely killing Fanduel on the, on the touchdown bets here. So Philly, you got Jalen Hurts at plus one hundred, phenomenal value considering the fact that he probably scores like every game. Then you got Miles Sanders and AJ Brown are both at plus one twenty. Devontae really? Smith, and both one twenty. You got I, I'm 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 little shocked that AJ Brown's so high. I think it's just because they give up a lot of touchdowns to the wide receivers. But he hasn't had a touchdown in a while. So I'm like, all right, like maybe he should be like 165, 175. But at 165, we got Devontae Smith. 175, we got Goddard. We got some a long shot, which isn't even a long shot. We got Gamewell plus 360, and Bart Scott is at plus 500. I, I, yeah, I, I think I think Boston Scott could actually touch the end zone, though. That's weird. It's Goal line comes, everybody's <laughs> going to think Jalen, and boom, it's little-ass Boston. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were betting Gainwell. That's why his odds went down so low. I mean, I don't, I don't know really hey, why, but, but I mean, hey, thing. whatever. So we're going to we're gonna talk about A.J. Brown right now. Some prop bets on A.J. Brown. So how many receiving yards do you think he'll get? <clears throat> I'm saying I'm going to go 89. Okay. I like it. So his over-under is 72 and a half. Okay. I, li- I like go over. I think he's going to go over this game. I think he's going to get uh, a little bit there at minus one ten. So I like the over on that. How many catches do you think he'll get? Not big. Not I think he's going to get six, six or seven. Six or seven. All right. So yeah. over under for him is five and a half. See, it's the, it's, it's flip the Travis Kelsey. Like it's like I flipped those two. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. See, I think I think I more reluctant to say Travis Kelsey's going to have a big game. But uh, for A.J. Brown, you just talk about Devontae Smith. He doesn't need the touchdown. He gets the catches. I feel like he's going to go under A.J. Brown. I think he's going to go over his yards, under his catches. Yeah. I got him at five catches, and I got him See? at 120 yards and a touchdown. Damn. So Damn. I, I, I think he's going to – that's what leads me to my next one. Longest reception, 26 and a half yards. I, 
I think he's going to get. I wish they had a prop bet because I've been saying this all week. I'm like, A.J. Brown is going to have a 50-plus yard touchdown catch. Mark my words. He should have had one last week. He just missed it. He's going to get one this week. He's going to get one this week. So I think uh, he's going to go over on his yards, under on his receptions. I think he's going to be – he's been playing a kind of a decoy role for the Eagles in the playoffs, which has been working. But he's been getting those, like, sneaky inside routes, and then he goes deep on a couple of them. So I think yeah. he's going to do that again. I could easily see him getting 10 catches this game too. I mean, I mean why not? He's going to bully ball to the D-back. Uh, uh, them them young boys are in for a long day. Yeah. Um, so like he's one of the prop bets I like here is is Brown. The other guy I want to talk about is is uh, Dallas Goddard. Um, his over under is forty nine and a half. What do you think for him? Really, I don't think I think he's gonna go under. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna see Dallas Goddard when we need to see Dallas Goddard. Like it's a it's a third and set a uh, third and ten. Or third and twelve or something, and then they're backed up, and boom, your reliable tight end sitting right there, just kind of like how George Kittle does it. Yeah, uh, I think that's what we're gonna see. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, you gotta remember, fifty yards for a tight end, uh, unless you're named Travis Kelsey. That's, that's a lot of yards, uh, especially lot of especially yards. a team that that uses him as a running back a lot, not running back, a block run blocker a lot. Yeah. Uh, but his receptions over under four and a half. What do you think on that? His receptions are what four and a half? Yeah, four and a half. I, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. You got over I'll or probably, under? I'll probably go. I'll probably go under. I think we'll probably have like three. Yeah. So my thing on on him is I agree with you. I feel like he's going to be in the run game a lot as well. Yes. But yes. I I feel like he's going to go over on them receptions. He's going to get five. I'm not saying they're going to be twenty yard catches or fifty thirty yard. He's going to get a lot of dump off protection. He might get like one of them like tight end like. Well, what do they call it when they do like the the flat route when they go into the flat? Yeah, he, he's going to get a lot of them. He's going to get a lot of them because they're going to kind of they're going to try and decoy that into the the sweep run that they do. Yeah. So I can see him having that. Now, as for over forty nine and a half yards, the over is minus one ten. So it tells me like odds tell you why would you bet the over? You can bet sixty plus at plus one thirty eight. Uh, but I feel like it's a tough bet for the tight end. So I have under as well. I think he's going to get probably right around it. Probably get like six catches, forty-eight yards, maybe touchdown in there, just like Kittle does. Like you were just saying. Now here's my bet mm. of the day. Here's here's my bet of the day. I feel like this is probably the lock of the day. I mean, if he gets a catch, Quez Watkins. Mm. We were just talking about him. He's guy's gonna blow you off, right? He's fast mm. as hell. What do you think on Sandal? His longest reception is the over under for him. See, I'm probably disrespecting him, so it's probably. Uh... Very disrespectful. Maybe twenty. <laughs> it's probably like fifteen. Cut that in half, bro. Eight and a half. Eight, so I was looking through these and I saw Quez Watkins eight and a half over is minus one fourteen, and I'm like, all right. Some people just like to bet, you know, minus one fourteen single bet. I'm like, wait a second. If that guy catches the ball, it's gonna be a twenty yard reception. He doesn't catch anything less. He's not in the game for that. Oh, the like, eight and a half. Like, am I reading that wrong? Is that supposed to be 18 and a half? Like, wait a second. Because he might get one reception, two receptions maybe. But, like, remember the only times we've ever seen him catch the ball this year, he yeah. they were like 40-yard bombs. They were, they were, he was breaking the top of the defense. Yeah, so I'm like, man, Quest Watkins at eight and a half? Like, pff, give me that all day. Give me that all day. <laughs> uh, here, here's another one I like. Here's another prop bet I like. Jalen Hurts. R- first rushing attempt. Over or under 
four and a half yards. Now, what do you think his first rushing attempt is going to be, over or under four and a half yards? Over. He's probably going to bang a little nice little 12-yard run out of nowhere. So this is my question for you. If they're on the first drive and they're fourth and one and he hasn't ran yet and he gets a quarterback um, sneak, how mad would you be if you had that bet? percentage is the quarterback sneak, bro. But I'm it's, just saying, like, like, what if he doesn't have the quarterback run yet <laughs> and they do the quarterback sneak and you lose your bet because of that? That's my bet right there, yeah. <laughs> but – the over is minus 118, so it tells me that they, they expect him to – I honestly think he's going to run on the first play. I think it's going to be either a Hail Mary or a run. First two plays are going to be one or the other. That's um, defense, though. Yeah, so I, th- I think I like his over on that as well. Uh, but I'm just saying I'd be very mad, and I wouldn't be surprised if his first run is that quarterback sneak. But that's a, that's a bet that you might be able to add into some of your parlays. Yeah, it might lose you real quick. Or uh, it might just be a filler in there that could boost their odds up. We're talking about running backs here. Miles Sanders. We're going to stick with the Eagles for one more. Miles Sanders, over under 61 and a half yards. What do you think? Now, this is a tough one. Uh, I think he does get in the end zone, but I think he, I think he's going to get under because I think it's going to be a, a team effort rushing. Like, we're, we'll get 50 from Miles. We'll get 40 from Ingwell. We'll get 60 from... Uh, hurts. It's gonna be a team effort, I think. Okay, I, I, I can see that happening. Uh, but as I said earlier, uh, Kansas City gives up eight, about eighty yards a game to the lead rusher. Uh, we've seen a heavy dose of of Miles Sanders the last couple games. I I actually have Miles Sanders at eighty plus, which is plus one eighty eight. I think he's gonna have a big game. I think I also Maybe. like most rushing yards in the game. He's at plus one ten. I like him for that as well. Uh, I think I think I think. It, I think a lot of people are like emphasizing Gainwell and Scott a lot, and I feel like I I don't really think you really need to use them. I mean, I think Hertz and Sanders should be able to do enough. Where like maybe a third down here and there, but I think Man, a, lot, a lot of I people agree. like the one one thing I want to watch from Miles Sanders uh, last game. He did not get a good run up the middle until like the later in the game. All of his runs he was trying to get were on the outside, so I'm curious to see how. They were able to generate it up the middle, and if he mm-hmm. gets those holes up the middle, and if he does, if he actually hits some of those holes he missed, late game for him. Uh, Pacheco. So this this is a tough one too. I think this might be one of the toughest bets here. That's why I have it on there. Now Pacheco, forty six and a half yards over or under, and ten and a half attempts over or under. Now what do you think on that? Going to be a, a dose of Pacheco here. Well, you've been relying on him throughout the playoffs. You've been having, you've been hitting the big runs. Uh, what's the over under on it again? Uh, so we got over under for yards is forty six and a half. Oh, I'm taking over on it. Yeah, I feel like uh, he's going to at least at least fifty. Pacheco's Pacheco. He's he's literally he's been explosive this whole postseason, dude. So he's been, I mean, listen, Mr. Reliable. Yeah, I agree. more than McKinnon. Yeah, he's he's been a beast, bro. And uh, as we know, earlier in the year, the Eagles had a very tough time. to Stopping the run. Eagles are very well known to giving up like a 40-yard run. Uh, and I feel like if any of the running backs for Kansas City are going to break a big run, it's going to be Pacheco. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping he does break a big run, but I could see him breaking a big run. Um, I like him over at minus 110. I like him at 60-plus at plus 175 just because I think he, he's going to have at least one run of 25-plus yards there. Uh, now, as for his attempts, Paul, 10.5 attempts over under. What do you think there? 
understand. Because the Super Bowl, I think I think they're gonna rely major on a uh, on Pat. Uh, he could take the under on on the um, on the attempts. I think it's about eight. All right. I mean, that's not a big deal. I mean, the Eagles typically allow sixteen yard, sixteen rushing attempts to lead back, but they got four or five backs in the backfield. Yeah, so I feel like say they're another. They have a, yeah, a so room too. You're, if you bet the over, it's minus one thirty six. If you bet the under ten and a half attempts, you're getting one uh, fifty five. So I mean, I, I like the, I like that the odds there. You're getting plus one fifty five on the under of a team that has a versatile like running attack. They have a lot of backs. Um, so I, I like that as well. Here's here's another one I like. Chris Jones over or under three and a half total tackles. Oh, he's gonna get over. Yeah, so he, I feel like is there any way he doesn't get over? Like I feel like he unless might unless he's literally unless he's literally put on another sideline every I mean, play from lane. I'm not but saying he's he gonna might, get, he's very he's he's very good in the run game actually. Yeah, so I I'm not saying he's gonna get a sack. I don't know if he will. He's good, he he could get a sack to start O line Philly's O line's that good. But over for him to get over three and a half tackles for him to get four tackles, it's plus one twelve. I feel like that's a little bit disrespectful to a guy who's been playing lights out. Plus one twelve to go under on no. tackles. Uh, nah, he's he's gonna get more. He's gonna get. That. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> he's gonna get that easily. Yeah, uh, easily. Then we got and the way they the way they charge tackles now. You could just be near the ball, ball carrier and just nudge a little bit, and you got you get, you get credit for the tackle. Exactly. So he's gonna get. He's gonna get it. Exactly. I agree there. Uh, the next one I have here is. Who's going to get the first sack of the game? Who do you think gets Hassan the first Reddit. sack? Who got? Um, Hassan Reddick. Yeah, so uh, so Hassan Reddick to get the first sack of the game. So for him to get the first sack for Philly, he's plus 340. For him to get the first sack of the game, he's plus 700. Man. Who do that? Who do they think is going to get the first sack they of the have, game? They have Chris Jones at plus uh, 450 oh, for the first sack. Oh, and I'm like... Man, like Hassan, right there, right there. I, I got Hassan. I like that bet, bro. That's I put that here because it was like one of the bets I liked. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I like that bet. I'm I'm not saying that the Chiefs don't have the ability to get to the quarterback because they do, obviously. But I'm like, their best rusher is going against like a guy that ain't allowed no damn fucking sacks. So I'm like, I mean, Hassan Reddick's on fire. He's playing in Arizona, the place that traded him. He, he gonna make a stand, bro. Like I mean, I, I don't know if he's gonna. It's tough to sack. <laughs> tough to sack Patrick Mahomes. It is. Even though they keep it talking about it, they keep talking about his ankle. Like that shit ain't gonna bother him. But I like that. I like that. Um, here's another one I like for you. So we're talking about both quarterbacks. Both quarterbacks possibly having to throw a ball up. Um, maybe making a throw that they don't want to throw in traffic. So if you were to take. The first interception, who would it be? Saz me to say this because I don't like how he's been looking these last couple of games. Um, I'm going to have to go Jalen. No, no, I meant, sorry, what defensive player will get the name? Oh, what defensive player, sorry. Um, ooh, okay. Um, I mean, Gardner Johnson got a nose for the ball. So All right, so I have good. him right now. I have him written down here. Uh, he got a nose for the ball, and he's coming back, so he's going to be hype. 
Yeah, so he's gonna be ready to go. You could bet his first um, interception by CJ Gardner Johnson. I don't have all the numbers here. First interception by CJ Gardner Johnson is uh plus nine eight nine fifty. Yeah, this this is why I like it for CJ Gardner Johnson to get just to get an interception, not to be the first one, just get one in the game is plus six thirty. So I mean, I love those odds. You know, I like uh, I like that odds on like crazy bets like that, like. You throw ten bucks on that for a guy that was tied with the league in picks and he missed half the year. I, yeah. I like that. I like that. Dude, and we all know Patrick. Patrick's probably going to throw a pick. You know, he's probably going to throw a pick. Given though, he's even if well, he throws like a deep ball, he probably will. You know? I don't know if y'all know this, but the first three quarters of his two first two Super Bowls, he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the history of, yep. of a quarterback. Well, of Super Bowl uh, quarterbacks. He was solid. His, of course, that fourth quarter against against San Fran and the garbage time was kind of. I don't really don't count the garbage time Tampa Bay one, but the first three quarters he's not good, and this is the time to like. Yeah, I agree. This is the time to be like, all right, I'm gonna get him. I agree. I agree. Uh, so it can happen. We'll see. We'll see a little interception there. I want to ask you another bet here, real quick. So. What are you picking for the for the coin toss? Heads or tails? Oh, tails never fails. All right, so you're picking tails. Let's say you win. Do you know that the last eight teams that won the coin toss have lost the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that? And you don't so, want to win that coin toss then. The last eight that won lost. I'm like, yo, I don't want to call it. <laughs> like, I don't want it, bro. I I, I don't you know. Got it. Yeah, so you walk up, you walk up, you say, you got it. <laughs> yo, you lost. Like, nope. Nope, we didn't win. You you guys won. But no, I think that's crazy. So for all of you that like these these crazy conspiracy theories and all that type of shit, the last eight did lose. Uh, maybe they're just pointing that out there because this year they don't lose. They actually win. Uh, but for live bettors, for someone out there that don't want to bet, uh, know who they're going to bet. They're kind of 50-50 on each team. Just wait till the coin toss and pick the winner. Whoever wins the coin toss, live bet it. There you go. That's how you pick your winner. <laughs> oh, man. I have to ask you another one before we get into the final one here. What song will Rihanna play first at the halftime show? So I, now, I have the odds here. Don't worry. I mean, we don't remember. If you're a real, if you're a real Riri fan, you know she's going to jump it off with Umbrella. All right. So I said the same thing. Uh, umbrella is one, two, three. Fifth odds at plus 700. I I'll like them that. odds. Yeah, I like them. Uh, like last last year, you were able to bet on uh, what color shoes Snoop had. So uh, they didn't yeah. have any crazy like prop bets like that, but they probably will. Like what dress she's wearing, mm-hmm. if she's wearing mm-hmm. something on her hair, something. But for now, we got the song. So the favorite is – there's three favorites. You got Diamonds, Don't Stop the Music, and Bitch Better Have My Money. They're all tied for plus 400. Uh this is what you came for is plus five hundred, and then umbrellas plus seven hundred. Don't don't tell me you don't know Rihanna either. If you're listening to this, yeah, just stop she's... acting like stop. Like everybody listen to Rihanna once in a while. I don't know about now, but uh, we all know who she is. Uh, and, I mean, she she's rich as hell too. So, uh, what's up, Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> fresh off a of baby Rihanna too. So, oh man! All right, so we got our final thing we're gonna talk about here. MVP. 
Who are you taking for MVP? And then I'm gonna give you the odds. All right, so I'm I'm a defensive player. So Ooh, when wow. I say this, when I say this, it, it might sound a little biased, but I also seen Vaughn Miller a couple years yeah. ago be very beast. beast. And when I said when I, I remember watching the Denver Broncos, I remember before the the week leading up, I leaned over to my buddy and I was like. Vaughn Miller, every single day, Vaughn Miller is going to win the MVP of this game. Yeah, he was a beast that year. He, he's going to win the MVP, and it's going to be final, I'm telling you. Now let's go to 2023. I think Hassan Reddick is going to, be, is going to win MVP. Okay. All right, so I'm assuming you have the Eagles to win. Don't, don't give it away yet. We're going to talk about it next. Uh, <laughs> so Hassan Reddick is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. He's at plus 3,400. Um, I didn't. I didn't write down the actual stats here, but I believe the last defensive player to win was Von Miller and Malcolm Malcolm Butler, right for New England. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know what their odds were, but they're probably roughly about the same. Roughly about the same. Um. So we got the odds for the forum, and obviously, usually it's quarterback. So we have both quarterbacks are one and one. They're one A, one B. They're both plus one thirty, both of them. And then after yeah. that, after that, it takes a leap. It takes a leap. We got Travis Kelsey, plus 1,600. A.J. Brown, plus 1,800. I think we're about right here for the order. Then we got Miles Sanders, plus 2,500. We got Reddick, plus 3,400, which is he's the only defensive player on here in like the top 15. Uh, then we got McKinnon. I, th- I found this crazy. McKinnon and Pacheco both have the same odds at plus 5,000. So that kind of makes me question like the over-unders on both their yards because if they're the same, I feel like they don't know which running back is going to be used, so they're both the same. Uh, then we got Goddard at plus 6,000. Valdez Scantling, the number, he's going to be the number one odds for the receiver for, for Kansas City at plus 6,000. Then we got Juju at plus 7,500. Now we got some long shots since we had my guy Gardner Johnson getting a pick, plus 15K. Chris Jones Eighty five hundred, and then uh, there's been a lot of people. This is cra- this is a crazy stat. So we talk about Gainwell, right? Like Corey Clement won a basically won the MVP for I don't remember if he actually did. He win the MVP the year the Eagles won. No, he didn't win MVP. Remember he should have won MVP. though, right? Like he was. He could have. Yeah, what eight receptions, hundred and twenty eight yards. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was balling. Yeah, so a lot of people were betting on Gainwell. So Gainwell opened up. I don't know if you saw this on uh, any of the Instagram or at all. So, Gainwell started at 18,000 odds. He's now at 13,000. So, some person was watching uh, the Daily Wager where the guy said a long shot bet was Gainwell and he put 100 bucks on it. Uh, someone put a lot of money on Gainwell to win and he's still at 13,000. Uh, hey, why not? Long shot. Why not? Uh, I don't know if I'd go that long. I don't know if I'd go that long. I, I think the lowest I would go is probably – uh, Goddard, or I don't even know, mate. I guess Juju. I take Juju at 75. He, I feel like he has more of a likelihood to be the number one wide receiver for them than, than Valdez does. I don't know. Uh, I'm not giving my pick yet because it'll give my my team away. Because obviously, I'm taking I'm taking the quarterback here. So, as, as for as for uh, final scorer here, so since we already, if you guys do follow. Where did I put it? I don't know the exact score. If you guys do follow stuff on Instagram, uh, someone leaked the script for the game. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah they, so they had it 37-34 to 34 Philly, uh, which is 
not, not like if, if you actually look at it, Chiefs start off ten nothing. I mean, I, I can see that happening. Like, I can see it happening. Really, like the Eagles haven't done it this year, but typical Philadelphia teams kind of start slow. Like that's how it has always been for like the history since I've been alive. This team doesn't. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna be. That's a very high scoring game there. Uh, but what do you think the score is gonna be? Reminder: over under is fifty and a half. Oh, I got it over. I got it over. All right. So, you, what do you have the score? For some odd reason, in my head, I keep seeing thirty four twenty. Okay. For some odd reason, I don't know why. In my head, I can't. Like, if I close my eyes right now, the first thing I see is thirty four twenty Eagles. I like it. I mean, I can see it. I can see it. Uh, So you got Philly. You got Hassan Reddick. That means he's gonna have like three sacks then, right? You think it's gonna be a lot of pressure? Gonna get fumble? I think a lot of pressure. I think I think Hassan might even get fucked. I think what people are missing is Hassan can snatch an interception out out of nowhere. Yeah, he could. I mean, they throw to Travis Kelsey. He's gonna throw to Travis Kelsey. Who's there? Who's there? Who's there in front of Travis to get that interception? Hassan Reddick, the guy, the linebacker that's playing under. So, I think Hassan. That's why I pick him. He's he's gonna be effective, the most effective player on the field, and that's why I think she's gonna be picked. All right. But I got him going over 15 and a half points. All right, I agree with you. Uh, so I brought up a stat earlier where I talked about the uh, the under for Andy Reid, 27-7-1. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, I think Super Bowls are, are scripted. I don't really know who's going to win. Uh, but my heart wants to say Philly. Obviously, I'm a Philly guy. I think Philadelphia is yeah. the superior team. But at the end of the day, you got Patrick Mahomes there. Andy Reid might retire. Uh, yeah. So I, I actually have 29 to 24, and I got Kansas City winning the football game. Unfortunately, don't hate me, Philly fans. <laughs> I got I got Kansas City winning it. Uh, but I, I could easily see Philly winning by two touchdowns, like you said. I just think, I mean, Patty, poster boy, he's going to be, you know, something. I think, I think the pressure that Philly's going to get, He's going to have an answer for it. I, I do. I think they're going to start off early. They're going to go up two scores. That's why I said that 10 nothing could be legit. I can see them, you know, getting a mistake by Philly early, yeah. a long ball, and then kind of just, like, taking away Philly. Because Philly, Philly's one game plan I think is going to – they're going to want pressure and run, take the clock. But if they go down early, is Sirianni going to stick with that? I mean, he hasn't been bad at this year, but – Hey, when you're down like that, you could easily, you know, slip your flip your your uh, script there. So, unfortunately, yeah. I have Kansas City 29-24. But don't take my word on that, guys. So take my prop bets. Don't take my money line or spread bets. Uh, simply because of this. Whenever I watch a game and my dog wears her jersey, we are 11-0 and this year. And she'll be wearing her jersey this time, so I'm hoping we go 12 and 0. <laughs> I mean, hey, yo, people laugh at that shit. People laugh, but the last time the Eagles won the Super Bowl, we were in Florida, and uh, it was I don't remember the exact. I think we were like nine and 0 with the jersey on, whatever it was. When me and my dog watched the game together, uh, it was the year Carson Wentz got hurt. So as soon as Carson, the game Carson Wentz got hurt, my cousin wanted to go to a bar. And watch the game. And I'm like, yo, like, if we lose, it's on you. Like, it was against the Rams. I'm like, ah, whatever. You know, if we lose, it's on you. 
Carson Wentz got hurt. Everybody was like, oh, fuck, our season is over. And I was like, I told you, bro. I told you what was going to happen. Like, you jinxed it. It's like superstition right there. Just like we were talking about the, the captain's song. You know, superstition. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> it happened. So uh, then for the Super Bowl, when we made the Super Bowl, watch the, watch the game with the dog every other game. We didn't win every game because uh, actually we did. We did because we lost the Raiders game, and that was a Christmas Day game. Didn't have the dog with me. We lost. So I was like, yo, I told you, like, whenever I watch the game with my dog, the Eagles win. Like, it, it just happens. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, so Super Bowl. Super Bowl comes, and they're like, yo, we're going over here. Like, going to come, but you can't bring the dog. And I was like, why can't I bring the dog? Like, what are you talking about? It's my and, lectern, bro. Yeah, I said, we're going to lose I'll if do I don't watch the dog. And they're like, ah, well, they, they just they got their tiles done. So they didn't want the dog on the ground, the tile. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not going. Sorry. Like, I'm not watching the game with you. And they're like, dude, like, we're watching. They're all Philly people that were in Florida. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, you got to watch the game. And I was like, I'm just telling you. If I don't watch the game with the dog, we're going to lose. Like, it's not going to happen. What happened? Watch the game with the dog. Who, I went over to their house. They let me bring the dog. They said, hey, just keep the dog on the back patio with us. So we all sat out there and watched it. It's in Florida. You know, it's nice. Uh, Eagles won. What's everybody doing? Everybody's picking the big-ass dog up. Like, oh, my God. Oh, I fucking told you. And then we're like, yo. You got to watch the dog because we're going to Philly for the parade. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm just saying I might be picking Kansas City. Um, but I think uh, Philly Philly uh, should win the game in my opinion. So uh, See, I'm thinking of it like this. You know how yes, it is. It's scripted, it's scripted, but I see a lot of parody here. Yeah, you but at the same time, like not even going off script, like not even going off yeah. of that, like. So when, when, when Green Bay, you know, Green Bay's in a big game, it's like you feel like if you pick them all the time, they're, they're you know. Yeah. So I, I know. I'm, I'm just picking this just because I think, like I said earlier, if Kansas City covers the spread, they're going to win the game. And I think it's going to be a close game. So if I think it's going to be a close game, does that make it, you know, Kansas City wins? Uh, how do I look at the NFL? We all know it's kind of scripted. But, again, it could be scripted for the Eagles to win too. You know, Jalen Hurts, you know, beating Andy Reid. Uh, the Eagles, this and that, like, why not? It could be scripted that way as well. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm strictly staying away from the money line against the spread. I ain't touching that shit. I think, like, if anybody out there is betting that, first off, yeah. I think you're a wacko. I think you're dumb. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that. I, I pretty much tell people that on all the games. I think you're stupid. You can get all these crazy prop bets I just brought up that are, like, really, like, that's a lock. That's a win. Um, and keep keep the winner out of it. Like, just keep the winner out of it. Like, if you're a Philly fan and you bet Philly and you lose because the Eagles lost, you're going to be pissed. But if you bet all spreads and you hit them all and the Eagles lose, you're going to be mad, but you want some money. So I'm just saying, like, I keep the, I keep the, the money line the spread out unless you can get Philly plus, like, six. You want to throw that in? I like that. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a good game. Uh, I mean, excellent. It's, it just sucks that it's, like, it's, they make that halftime show so long. And it's like, man, no. like... A lot, you know, a lot of players actually don't like it. The Kelsey brothers were talking about it today in their podcast. Yeah. They were like, it's usually a 15 minutes for a yeah. halftime. This is just long. He was like, it's 25 now. Mm-hmm. It's 10-minute differential. Like, it's... It does take off a lot. Like, you got to, like, stay loose. You got to be out there. Like, guys, guys aren't... Honestly, 
if you know any pro football players, like I'm, I know a few, they're not out there watching the halftime show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're not out yeah, there to, to say, okay, let's go see. Like, but I guarantee you, Aaron Donald wasn't out there watching the West, the uh, Snoop, the Snoop uh, West Coast thing. Oh no, no, that's sure. I can guarantee it. No, he wasn't out there. Just, in the locker room bugging out because they're losing. Just McPherson was. <laughs> he was the only one out there, you know. Uh, that's about it. That's about it. I mean, hey, it is what it is. They got to get their advertisement up. You know, they got to do that's something. Right. Uh, that's kind of what it's about. But I, I think it's going to be a great game. Got a lot of stories. Uh, at least the Kelsey's going to go home a champion. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that yes. in the last episode, about the Kelsey brothers and all in it. Um Anything else you kind of want to break down on, on here? Or we give our bets, we good. I want to say my parody real quick. Andy Reid's going to finally get the city of uh, Philadelphia ring. <laughs> we already got one, bro. No, he's going to get, he's going to, he himself is finally going to deliver Philly a Super Bowl. So do you think if, uh, if he does lose, do you think uh, Philly fans that hated him will like him now? I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of Philly fans that hate him now at this point, though, because they won a Super Bowl. I mean, you get you get the older people. You know, yeah, but I don't I mean, really care. There's I mean, people that didn't like Vic either. There's same people that didn't like McNabb. You know, yeah. I think I don't think it's gonna affect them. And he's very, very loved in the city, so yeah. I can't see him like. I I think they might actually, if he wins, I don't think they even boom. Yeah, I mean, probably not. Like I, I don't said, think they like, boom. I mean, Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins was on the Pivot podcast this week, and he was like, "I was cheering for Andy when he won that Super Bowl. Like I was there." He was like, "I was jumping up, and down, I was crying, and everything." Like, I, Andy's not a hateful guy. He's not a hated coach. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we know how Philly is. You beat us. It might be a little different there, of man. Of course. I mean, of course. I, me personally, like, I don't want to lose. But if we're gonna lose to anyone, I'm glad we're gonna lose to it's, Andy. It's them. This is uh, this is like yeah. a script. This is a script written. There's a lot going on in this game as it is. Andy versus Philly, Kelsey brothers. Like that. Those two off the bat is just like boom. Mm. Donna Kelsey, Ed Kelsey, Andy Reid. Like you got all these. Like I think it's gonna be the biggest Super Bowl we, we're we're gonna have in a long time, and I don't think it's gonna disappoint. I'll be so mad if it's like. 10 to, like a 14 10 Super Bowl, like the Patriots and uh, and Rams. Yeah, I agree with you. I seen a stat earlier, which obviously I don't know how true it is. Some people make up numbers, but they said estimated 12 billion are going to be bet on the game. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. With, with, uh, Damn, so this guy did a breakdown. I have because I, I just saw it. He had each state, the money line and the spread based on, you know, like, it's like Facebook or like podcasts. You see your analytics for your thing. Sports betting apps have analytics that they send to Vegas, like Insider, MGM, so they can tell, so they can break the numbers down. So the guy had it because the the one app had it, and they had the the odds. Obviously, Philly was all fucking Philly. PA was betting Eagles, but like man, it was like it was a mixture of states. But like, there's I think twenty seven or twenty two or twenty seven one of those states that allow sports betting. So like this Super Bowl, like the fact that this the matchups are happening, like they're happening, everybody's gonna be tuning in. So I'm curious on Monday to wake up and see how many people actually tuned in for the Super Bowl because it's gonna yeah. be some crazy amount of number. Like 
everybody's gonna watch it. Like I, I mean, like even people that don't know about like watch football, I have no clue. If they they watch Super Bowl. Like it's absolutely yeah, it's a little crazy. Uh, so if Andy Reid does win, you think he retires or you think he stays? He's staying. Why would he retire? Isn't, I think he wants more. I mean, he's seventy-two. Yeah, I mean, I don't, listen, I mean, if I'm that old, I don't want to be living in Kansas City, but I guess is, is Andy really 72 years old? I think he's like 72, bro. Let me look it up. Real what? Quick. What? He's old. Let me see. All right. He's, he's 64. All right. Yeah, he got a couple more to go, bro. He got at least five he, years left. He ain't allowed to retire yet. He ain't 65. But, yeah, I mean, there's been a report out there before the playoffs started that Andy might retire if he wins. And I was just like, why would you retire? You got Patrick Mahomes, bro. Like, what are you you talking about? You're not retiring. He's not retiring. Uh, Unless, unless, you know, Pat requests a trade or something. It's a different ball game. But he ain't going to request a trade. Man, I or Trav wants to go. Yo, so so today today was NBA trade deadline. Now imagine if Patrick Mahomes requested a trade. Just give someone your whole offense for him, or like, what the hell would he require to get back? Two first round picks at least, and uh, (laughs) two. Yeah, you better have the first top five in the same year. We're talking Chicago Bears or Houston Texans here, number four. Yeah, yeah. Like you still ain't getting them. Like I mean, whoo! Think about that. I mean, hey, like. He's, he's unbelievable. Think about this, though. Patrick Mahomes wasn't even pat- picked in front of Mitch Trubisky. Like, think about that. Mitch Trubisky was picked ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, hey, like, a lot of people got picked. And Josh, him. I believe, was it Josh Allen's? No, it was it was Mitch Trubisky. See, that's one thing, like, about Andy Reid. Like, coaching, like, win-loss record a lot of times for coaching, like, it's subjective. Like, it, it's... I get it. Like, you want to have more wins, more losses. But, like, you talk about development of players. You can talk about drafting them and developing them. Like, a guy like Patrick Mahomes, he went that low. They moved up to get him. Like, they drafted up. Yeah, they, they moved, moved up, up to get him. him. No one was looking at him. No one thought he was going to be good. All they thought was, oh, he got a cannon arm, and he's just not very accurate. What happened? He developed him. Helped him tone out of skills. You got a guy like that which I think that's a very underrated talent of Andy Reid, uh, is developing players. Uh, so, I mean, I personally don't think if Andy Reid loses the Super Bowl here, I don't think he gets knocked down anything in my books. But I think if he wins, he's going to get a lot more credit than he does. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I want to see him lose. But uh, <laughs> like I said, if he wins, I'm going to be a little bit happy for him. Uh, he better buy this. Hopefully, buy the city of Philadelphia uh, coffee on Monday, though. Pays Duncan. That'd be a nice, nice note. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> hey, you never know. He might, he might do something like that. I'll be like, yo, bricking for chicken. Here you guys go. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see if he wins. I want to hear what he says. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I want to see what he says. Uh, but like I said, hopefully we don't have to hear that. Hopefully we hear Jalen Hurts up there or Hassan Reddick at an MVP or. I didn't bring it up. Brandon Graham. Might be his last uh, hoorah here in Philly. So. I, you know what? I think if, if, he, if you guys win the ball, he is going to go. You he see what he said today? Uh, I think Fletch might actually. Well, yeah, he's gone. I, I heard he does have a desire to play more, Fletch. 
I think I think Brandon Graham does retire though. Yeah, I think Graham's retiring. I think Fletch is going to be going somewhere else. Uh, we got we got yeah. a, lot, a lot of players we need to sign back here in Philly. Uh, basically, our whole defense. <laughs> well, you can't sign them all, so you got. It, it, that's yeah. the one thing about a Super Bowl team you can't return everybody. They're going to have to. They're going to have to get both both cornerbacks. They're going to have to sign Bradbury. They're going to have to bring He's back Gardner overpriced. Johnson. I'm going to keep it real with you. James Bradbury is going to overprice himself. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like he, if they win a Super Bowl, he might get convinced here to stay a little bit with uh, some of the guys. I feel like Gardner Johnson some, stays here. I feel like I he's think staying. he does too because he, he, he didn't finish this season. Yeah, I feel like he's, he's staying. He uh, Kaiser, um, I think Kaiser's gone. I think they're going to, I think they're going to, I don't know though. He had a down year, but he might, he's from Temple, he's from the area. West Western, he's from he's from the area, close enough. Uh, he might sign back, but Brandon Graham today came out and they said, uh, "What have you been thinking about Super Bowl?" And he was like, "I've been I've been uh, thinking about getting another strip sack." And I'm like, "All right, all right." I'm surprised they don't have any odds on that because obviously he got Man. that strip sack against Brady. I don't know. So I mean, hey, we'll see what happens there. I mean, I don't know. I think I think it'd be a fun game to watch. A fun game. Got good teams. Uh, we don't have to listen to. Uh, I think we got good announcing crew. We got Burkhardt on there with Olsen. They're good. Gonna be a good, good. Uh, good I, I, yo, man, I, I, I've expressed how much I like uh, Greg Olsen, man. He's he's the truth. Yeah, I think he's pretty good, man. Uh, he's I, the I, truth. Man. I think he's gonna stay. He's 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 good. I like Burkhardt too. I feel like he does. Um, he he kind of like helps good. push he's Olsen. Did you see the breakdown? They were talking about uh, who, who's the guy that worked with Roma. I forget who I it is, know. but he was like trashing him. He's like, too. he's selfish. Like, he don't help him out. And he was talking about how he helped develop Olsen. And he's like, yeah. I try and like give him like keywords to help him talk about to know like sometimes when to bring in his like when I played. Because like Roma does that like every play. But like so far when Olsen does it, it's been pretty, pretty good. Like, I like it. So hopefully he does good good job on the Super Bowl. I don't want to have to turn him off. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, uh, other than that, man, Paulie got Philly. I unfortunately have Kansas City. We got more prop bets. If you guys want to follow and get more bets, I'm gonna be posting a couple of them on our Twitter at the underscore stoop life. So check them out. I might put like three or four up that I like. Um, so you guys get an eye on some things that I like. If you like them and I like them. Let me know because it's a win. I need to bet it. Uh, but other than that, thanks, you guys, for listening. Hope you guys got something out of our podcast to break down here. And, Paulie, finish it off, brother. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning into the Soup Life. Appreciate everything you guys have done for the whole brand. I don't even say the group. I don't even say the page. I say the brand. Um, you guys kick ass. Um, keep sharing the content. Keep tuning in the content. And keep talking shit. That's what I like about this. Oh, yeah. So, no, appreciate y'all, man, a lot. And you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, your your everybody hits their you know their bets and their their they they get all they can get from these uh from these prop bets. So we'll see. Good I appreciate luck. you guys a lot. Good luck. All right, guys, y'all have a good one, and we'll be all talking right. to you again after the Super Bowl. So Absolutely. peace out. Enjoy the game. Drive safe. Don't get too drunk. Enjoy the food. Don't run out of food. That's a big no no. Yeah, I'm going to make for some of y'all. I will be talking to y'all later.